0: Hello, everyone. Can I just start tonight by saying Merry Christmas to each and every one of you? And thank you so much for joining me for tonight's Christmas Midweek Moment. In fact, I'm going to ask you right now to share tonight's moment, whatever platform you're watching or listening on. Make sure that you share it so that other people can join in with us. And I want to take a moment to invite you, personally invite you, to our Christmas Eve candlelight service. That's right, December 24th at 6 p.m. We're going to have a Christmas candlelight service right here on our campus. So I wanna invite you and I want you to invite your friends and family to join us for this special time. And also December 26th, which is the last Sunday of 2021. It is the day after Christmas. We are having services, but they're online services only. You can watch us online 9-15 or 11:15. We will not be here on campus. So if you come Sunday morning, the 26th, we're not gonna be here. Join us online for those special services. And whatever your plans are for the holiday and for Christmas, please know that Diane and I love you very much and that we are praying that God blesses you and gives you a special, special Christmas where you sense his presence and experience his goodness. Let me ask you a personal question, and I mean this is personal. Have you finished your shopping yet? (laughs) I, I think I see some of you shaking your head no already. Well, if not, I need to pray a little bit extra for you because I know personally that there's nothing any more crazy and any more stressful than last minute Christmas shopping. But tonight I want us to pause for a moment. I want us to just kind of step back from the chaos of Christmas, and I want us to remember what the Christmas story is all about. In fact, I want to just talk about the truth about Christmas, and I can do that tonight by just reading one verse from Luke chapter two, the 11th verse. Here's what it says. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. That's the Christmas story. And the truth that is contained in that one verse is so powerful. First of all, Jesus was born. It says in the 11th verse, there has been born. We need to remember that Jesus was the baby boy in the manger, born 2,000 years ago. And he took on flesh and blood like us. That means that he was wrinkled and he was hungry. And that means that he cried and fussed and he needed to have his diapers changed. But that verse also tells us he wasn't just another baby born in Bethlehem. He was Christ the Lord. That means he's the supreme power. He's the ruler. He was God manifested in the flesh. God taking on flesh and blood so he could identify with us and he could live among us. Yet his birth was unnoticed and it was really uncelebrated. Think about this. He was born in a lowly dark and dirty stable. They laid him in an animal feeding trough. Have you ever wondered why uh, this this child, this God child that was born, wasn't born in a palace? I mean, he deserved to be born in a palace because he was better than humanity. He was God coming to visit earth. You know, my wife Diane is such a, such a good event planner. And uh, whenever Diane plans something, she always does it so special. I mean, there's always kind of the wow factor involved. And I sometimes think about if Diane had planned this whole thing, she would have had a police escort, she would have had choir singing, bands playing, and she would have made sure that he was born in a palace rather than a manger. And if he was born today, I'm sure it would have been covered by the national news. And I'm sure it would have been trending on social media. But he wasn't. He was born in a dark stable, an obscure stable in the city or community or village of Bethlehem. Why did he do that? I think it's because he wanted to identify with common people. I think 99% of us that live in this world are common people. We're not royal people. We're not palace material. I don't have any royalty in my blood. Maybe you do, but I don't know anybody that has royalty in their blood. We're just common people who struggle with the issues of life, who struggle with fears and doubts and deal with anxiety. So it was God coming to say to us that I want to identify with you. I am sending my son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to identify with you in the dark places of your life, the dirty places of your life. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. But it also says he was born to be the Savior. The Savior means one who rescues, a deliverer, a liberator, a redeemer. Think about this. When a person gets in trouble, they don't need a law book, they need a lawyer. When a person gets sick, they don't need a medical book, they need a doctor. And when a person has a problem with sin, they don't need a religious book or a book on philosophy, they need a savior. Jesus was born in Bethlehem and he was born to be the savior. Christmas is all about God loving us so much, loving every person in this world so much, that he sent his son to be the savior of the world. And the third truth about Christmas is that he was born for you. Because Luke tells us in that 11th verse, born for you, a savior. That makes Christmas personal. That makes Christmas personal for every person. That Jesus came for everyone, regardless of our background, regardless of our experience in life, regardless of our race, our age, our gender, you includes everyone, you and me. For you, the shepherds, he came. For you, the wise men, he came. Even for you, King Herod, he came. Jesus came for you, the Gentiles, and he came for you, the Jews. And Jesus came for you, and he came for me to be our savior. It was because of you and me that God sent his son to this world. And this is the real reason, the real reason we celebrate Christmas. Listen, I love trees, I love the lights, I love the music, I love the smell of Christmas. I love the giving and exchanging of gifts, but the real gift is God's giving his son to us. Maybe you haven't been to church for a long, long time. Maybe you're watching tonight or listening tonight and you don't even go to church. I want you to understand something. You may think that you're not on God's radar, but that's not true. You are on his radar. He sees you, he loves you, he sent his son to be your personal savior. So I want to encourage you in this Christmas midweek moment to open up your heart to Jesus to invite Jesus into your heart and life, to ask him to forgive you and to clean the slate of your life so that you can start all over again with you. Open your heart to him. Make Christmas a Christmas that you'll never forget. I love you. I appreciate you. And once again, I hope you have a blessed and Merry Christmas.